Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning and welcome to NAPWIC Talks. I'm your host, Jada Williams, and it gives me great pleasure to be here with you every Wednesday morning at 8.30. Just like the commercial said, I have to ask you to please follow, like, and share that you're hanging out with NAPWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. But we are more than that. We're an organization full and ready for everyone. So you want to head over to our website at www.navwick.org and engage with us. On the site, you can check out our latest events, what's coming up, and how you can get down with NAVWIC, what committees you might be interested in, or you can sit in on an informational session at our mem- on our membership meeting nights to make sure NAVWIC is the right for you because we know we are as long as you're ready to click that join now button yep it's that easy all you got to do is click the join now button and we cannot wait to see you at our next national or local event with you there so like always we have an action-packed show planned just for you this morning delivering on your request we have no other than our very own miss ann mcneil our master builder running around with our NABWIC flag in the studio. Also, Ms. Ursula Odom of writing process and putting up those murals. We also have no other than Jackie Perry of JP and Associates, the head data and NABWIC's National Marketing Committee, keeping us all together on all faces and fronts. And also, I think I might have an extra special guest in the studio joining us this morning. Ms. Sonia Rivers is going to pop her head in with us this morning as well. So let's get this party started. We're going to take a quick commercial break and come back and talk NABWIC. NABWIC talks this morning. Can't wait. Check in. All your different social media platforms. We got you. Oh, and don't forget, call a friend. Let them know we on air. It's easy. My name is Dina Neely. I'm a licensed electrical contractor. I'm founder and CEO of Detroit Voltage. I am a member of the Detroit chapter, and I kind of stumbled upon um, NABWIC or was introduced to NABWIC early on when I first started my company, and it's really been a wonderful journey. Um, I love 
being able to communicate with like-minded women. I mean, it's one thing to be a woman in construction, but it's a very unique thing to be a black woman in construction. And being a part of this organization has really been helpful in helping to grow and navigate through growing a construction business. And of course, our fearless leader, Ms. Ann, um, she's always a wealth of knowledge and being able to pull from her has been um, invaluable. And so um, one of the things that I'm super duper proud about being a woman in construction is having a part of the revitalization of my community and being able to take my children along for the journey. And again, my name is Dina Neely and I celebrate women in construction. Yes, indeed. We are back. You're hanging out with NABWIC Talks, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And just like Dina said, we are celebrating women, but you know, we're not, we, we celebrate women every day. We like to consider we're making history every day, just working and walking and developing in our lane. So this week, we're so excited. We usually never like really highlight a holiday because we love for our shows to be evergreen. So everyone can feel like they're never missing out on, on anything, but this is our week. This is like our Christmas in the construction world, especially during National Women's Month. This is Women in Construction Week. So it's it's very special to us. If you want to join in on the conversation this morning, please don't forget, don't be shy. Just hit one on your phone, and we'll make sure we bring you into the conversation. And you can also drop your message, your comment, whatever you like us to share on all our different social media platforms. We're on Facebook, we're on IG, and you can drop your comments on under our YouTube features as well. So bringing you a quick message, I'm going to turn over to Ms. Jackie. What do Women in Construction Week mean to you? Because we have been doing this thing, riding out, being partners in crime and marketing, putting up our campaigns, developing the flyers, making sure we're highlighting all of our women in the trade, on the soft side, just making sure we give out all of our roses. Um, and it gets a little tasking because there's a lot of us in NABWIC and there's a lot of different resilient women that we partner with. But you do an absolutely amazing job putting together those collages, putting out the roses, and making sure you let everybody know they're appreciated. We see you, girl, and what you're doing in construction. So what does Women in Construction Week mean to you, Jackie? Oh, well, it just is a great, like you said, a grand opportunity to celebrate women everywhere, especially those women in the trade. So starting March 5th, uh, we kicked off Women in Construction Week. It runs through March 11th, and it's a time, Jada, to recognize and celebrate the women who work in the 
predominantly male-dominated construction industry. And I think a lot of us mm-hmm. know how that is, how tough the breakthrough, sometimes the barriers that you come up against. And so we like in NAVWIC, of course, to support, to break down those barriers, to be an advocate for women. So it's only natural that we would, uh, you know, join forces and really be gung-ho about celebrating women in construction week. <laughs> We particularly like to call attention to those women who are out there uh, in the trades. And just a fact, uh, Jada, um, mm-hmm. we found that, uh, according to statistics, that the percentage of women in the trades who never exceeded over 9%, and that was back in um, 2020, and I'm sure if those numbers have increased, they haven't increased drastically. So the women working in the trades, the percentage is low. We want to increase that percentage. But we also know, again, that uh, women have their own special challenges when they're in that area. So that's what NAVIC is for, and we are here to celebrate uh, generations of women who have been working in the construction industry, those trailblazers out there, those construction women who make an impact. So happy Women in Construction Week. Yes, indeed. Happy Women in Construction Week. And thank you for painting that beautiful picture. You know, I usually go to Ursula for our pictures, our murals, our wall, but Miss Jackie, you are on fire this morning, and that's why you are leading the charge um, with waving our flag on our, our National Marketing Committee, um, being that we are advocates in the industry, um, in the business. So you already know, Ms. Ursula, I'm coming your way. Paint me a picture. you got to let us know. What is this Women's International Week in Construction means to you? Because you get to see it all from a bird's eye view. Well, Jada, Jackie painted a picture for me because I'm sitting here going, okay, so the statistics are not where we want them to be overall, but I do wonder of those women that are in construction, what percentage does NAVWIC hold? I bet you that's impressive as all get up because, you know, we we touch so many different states and, and communities, and um, it has to be making an impact because we see it, but does the world see it? Do we have the numbers to prove it? That would be interesting to share. So, Jackie, if you got the numbers, I'd like to know that. If not today, another day, because you got me wondering. We know we're making an yes. impact, but can we tell it? Tell that story. Right, right. I'm very interested in that, in that too, as well, Miss Ursula. See, it, it, it's always the collective unit. Now, Miss Jackie, you know, this is one more thing we need you to do. If you can put that, drop that in the comments, in the comments, so we can get some dialogue going under our different social media feeds. I love that. Thank you so much, Miss Ursula, for your comments. Um, but we also have one of our newbies hanging out with us in the studio as well, Miss Ursula. We have Miss Tonya Rivers, and I know that this has been kind of sort of an overwhelming experience with just coming in to NABWIC and being a part of NABWIC's called Blog Talk team and seeing all the different moving pieces and arms and the behind the scenes and the in front of the scenes and getting acclimated. So what does this big old thing that we're making a big fuss about in NABWIC world about women in construction week, what, what has it come to mean to you, Tonya? 
Or could you just well, share some of the things you're going through behind the scenes? <laughs> sure, of course. Women in Construction Week, for me, I believe the true spirit of a woman in construction is reaching back to support each other and pull each other up. And um, as a part of my business, that's one of the things that I focused on. I just completed a wonderful and amazing Women in Construction Summit last week um, with the local HBCU out in North Carolina, Fayetteville State University, and we had 15 women-owned business, businesses there that were hungry and that were offered opportunities, contracting opportunities that are in our local area. So for me, that meant everything. Um, to see these women hungry and to see them getting the opportunity because that's the only way we're going to increase our numbers and change that 1% or the 14% of women that are currently in management positions is we have to pull each other up. We have to have a seat at the table. We have to speak at the table, and we have to pull the seat up next to us for the next woman. Indeed. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much, Tonya. If you don't have goosebumps or feeling empowered this morning, maybe you need a shot of coffee, okay? (laughs) Because we are still and always dropping golden nuggets for you. And I like to say, and just to add in, given her her roles, as do our very own, is always making history. And if you didn't know, if you're a new member, you might be, it might be your first time listening in to Napwick Talks. But we are making history also always through our very own Miss Ann McNeil, who has who has been a leader in being the first black female general contractor in the state of Florida. So, you know, there's a lot of females following in those footsteps. If you are taking that GC exam, if you are studying for the GC exam, if you've taken it twice already and you got to go back again, don't worry about it. And I think she had to take it six. I had to take it. I'm on my fifth time. No, fourth time for me. So just keep going. That's the whole thing about it. Just keep going. All of us in NAVWIC, whatever we're doing, just just keep going. We got you. Got you back. So you can always drop in for some encouraging words every morning right here on NAVWIC Talks to go along with your business, your endeavors, what you got going on in your life. We got you here on NAVWIC Talks. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And come back and talk more. Women in Construction Week. And if you are a female or a man or an apprentice or intern in the trades listening in this morning, please tap in. We want to hear from you. All you got to do is press 1 on your phone. Don't be shy. We want to hear from you. What's going on in the trades right now? Tap in. NAVWIC Talks. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Vicki Antonio. I'm part of the South Florida chapter of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and we are excited to celebrate women in construction. What I'm most proud of about being a part of this organization is that we are a conglomerate of women who are doing great things to expand not only ourselves, but our local communities and beyond. Why it's important to support this organization is because, you know the saying, is that when you support a woman, you support a nation. So my name is Vicki Antonio. Please join us to celebrate women in construction. And we are back talking NABWIC Talks 
we are going to include in the conversation that we, on this morning um, that we talked our special guest, Ms. Nefetia Brown, who is a journeyman out of New York, in Brooklyn, New York. Good morning, um, Ms. Nefetia. How are you? Welcome to Nefetia Talk. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. I am so grateful to be here with you guys. I'm doing awesome this morning. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we are excited to have you here in the studio this morning. I've read your mini bio. You have years of experience being a journey woman, coming out of um, out of Brooklyn, New York. You started your business. Um, so, in your own words, tell us what what you got going on. Who are you? Well, I am. Other than being a journey woman for Local Three. Um, IBEW here in New York. I am a mom of three, and um, I'll be 43 this month. And I am, I just recently became an author. Uh, My book is titled Rebuilding After Divorce. Wow. Wow. Well, I can't wait to get this conversation popping. So what it is that about your journey, about your life, what brought you to doing what you're doing today with this new chapter, it sounds like, in your life? Well, um, let me just say that um, as a as a journey woman, you know, um, we face all type of difficulties. I love my trade. I'm, I'm, I'm an electrician. I love my trade. But during, um, while my, my career was really kicking off, uh, I had just graduated um, and became a journey woman. And so my spouse, my husband decided that that was it for the marriage. And um, it was very difficult to stay focused on the job and deal with something like that at home on top of right. dealing with three kids that had, you know, medical issues and stuff like that. And I knew that I needed something to help heal me. And mm-hmm. God dropped in my spirit to write this book. So here I wow. am, a five-star seller on Amazon, Rebuilding After Divorce. Rebuilding After Divorce, coming through using your story from being a journey, a journeyman and then writing this book. So what? The title of the book, tell us the title of the book again, and we can, they can find it where? You can find it on Amazon.com, and the title is Rebuilding After Divorce by Nepatia Brown. Okay, so Rebuilding After Divorce. Before we get to the divorce part, boo, um, the journey woman part, how long did it take yes. you to master and cover that? Because I know all of this, because we're going we like to keep it real on that with talks. I know uh-huh. we don't think about it, but some of these little things we've been working on as women being the uh, resilient woman with your fist in the air, it does plant them little seeds that probably led up to that divorce that life after divorce type thing, the next chapter in your life. So we're right. going to backtrack just a little bit, if you don't mind. We're going to keep it a little no. real. Because life gets hard, and everybody's not yes, built, so. and every man is not built for their woman to be, you know, out there working and, and have, holding meetings and all that, too. But tell us your story, not me. Okay. So, so how long did it take you to, to um, achieve being a journey woman while being a mother and a wife. Wow. Okay, so 
That's like I started my journey. I'm sorry, say that again. I said that's like five jobs in one, but I digress. <laughs> it surely is, okay? Uh, <laughs> it surely is. So I began uh, the apprenticeship in 2007. I had a, I had one son already, and um, it was kind of late. I was entering kind of late because you know, you know, people uh, enter uh, the apprenticeships like right after high school, and a lot of the guys already had experience because they went to high school for it. And um, I was 27 when I entered. Um, it was no joke. I did not realize how much work it actually took to become an electrician. I'm thinking, coming on a job, I'm thinking, okay, so I'll put some um, some fixtures up and do some switches or whatever, you know, little things that you see around the house. I didn't realize that commercial electric uh, uh, being a commercial electrician endured so much, took so much, you know, training, oh, took so much learning. Um, it just takes a lot of work, and it takes a, a ton of energy, a ton mm-hmm. of energy. So add that on top of being a mom, it's like, gosh, now i got to go to school twice a week and work a full day? Gosh, it was it was just so much, but I enjoy, I honestly enjoyed it. And when I got onto the job, you know, facing, you know, because you face a lot of um, adversity, right? So you have to have your own shanty. And if you're the only female on the job, you're in that shanty by yourself because a lot of the guys don't want you in the shanty with them, especially when I was starting. It was still like, it was still like that. And um, and then they tell you like, so you know. So break it down because, you know, we have, we have our students listening in. We, we, our mm-hmm. audience is, you have a mix of everyone on different levels in construction and then some people that are trying to get into construction or interested in the electrician path. So what is the shanty? The shanty is where you're allowed to like change and get your stuff together. So, um, Men so and women dress have protective gear. Yes, dress prepared to you know to go to work. So men and women have separate shanties because that's what it's supposed to be, right? Um, here, there, you sit there before work, uh, before you start work, and you know just unwind and stuff like that. You can leave your belongings, you leave your boots, your hard hat, your vest, or whatever have you in the shanty. Um, you have your lunch there and you have your break there. So if you're the only female on the job, right, and and you have a shanty, you're in there with no one, whereas the men always have somebody in the shanty if you decide to use it. And your best bet is to use it because if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Um, and that's what they right. tell you on a job. Use it because you're entitled to a shanty. You're entitled to your own shanty. It's not for punishment. It's not as, an, as a punishment. It may sound like that, but it's not a punishment. It's just to ensure that you have a space where you can have your belongings and, you know, sit and do nothing on your break or do something. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was saying, adding to it, like your own little lounge, your little break break room, like yeah. you said, gather your right. dog, your gather break yourself. Room. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So it's nothing negative at all. It's nothing negative. But if you're the only, like I said, if you're only the only electrician or whatever your trade is on the job, you're there alone. And then a lot of times you end up not using it because you're like, I don't want to be alone in here. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. So you're, that that can give off a sense of isolation. Um, you know, like you said, after you put in these hours, you got to keep your energy up. And then to go into an atmosphere like that, yeah, sometimes you're like, yes, I need this peace and quiet. But when you're trying to keep your energy up and that creativity going, it might not be the best thing. It could come across as a little isolation or make you, you know, feel a little separated. I totally get that right. picture. So how do you go from that and then come out giving your best work and having a positive attitude working around, um, you know, men that's going to come out, they get their breaks, and they have their guy talk, and then you got guys go back to, to working on your, on, on your responsibilities. How do you shift that mindset and over, overcome? Man, I, every day going into work, I really try my best to just stay positive. Um, I love what I do, and I keep that in mind always. So it's not always difficult for me to shift that energy. But for someone that that it may be that because you come across women that are just not comfortable, you know, especially first coming in, right? And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I just really try to encourage them to keep going because you came in here, you came in to the trade for a reason. You came to make your money and you came to conquer what someone told you you could not do. So you have to keep that in mind. You have to keep keep your focus in mind. You got to keep your goal in mind. You know, some women come in because maybe they are a single mom, right, and it, they need more money. So keep your children in mind. Um, keep your children in mind and keep what you want out of life in mind because if you can't keep what you want in life in mind, if you can't keep that focus, you are not going to get through. Um the trade is difficult. It's not an easy task, but you have to love it first. You have to love it. You have to love it. You got to come in here like, you know, gun ho um, just to keep that energy alive. And you can hear it. And you can hear your passion for for your trade in your voice as you're explaining it. And like you said, that passion, that love for it, it sounds like it's what really, really kept you going. What's one of I- your most successful? moments on your journey as a, as a journey woman? Oh, my gosh. Um, so I decided to, you know, take a leap of faith. I love working in the field, and Lord knows I do. Like, I love getting dirty. I do not mind. I don't mind crawling up in the ceilings. I don't, I don't mind doing any of those things, man. I don't. <laughs> so, um, but I said, you know, do you want to do this for the rest of your life? Because we all know after a while your body breaks down. Like, I don't care who you are, man or woman your body starts to remind you, like, hey, you know, it's been a while, you know. Um, so climbing this ladder is not that easy. But I decided, uh, I said, you know what, let me just let me just try something different. And I knew I didn't really want to be a foreman. Um, so I had to figure out what I would be really good at. And so I decided to take project management courses. And, okay. um and um, as you may or may not know, in the trade, project managers, female project managers are few and far in between. And I really decided to just, like, put my head down and work on this endeavor, and now I am a certified project manager. So I'm very, very proud of that. I'm very happy. I made a lot of good connections and stuff like that. So I am on my way to being the best of the best. 
<laughs> yes, indeed. I love it. I love yes. it. I love it. You can hear the energy, the enthusiasm <laughs> in your voice. PM exam is no joke. Just like this happening no exam, no joke. Yes. Because I too, you know, I was um before I actually got into um studying for myself to pass the GC exam, I was actually helping working at a construction school, and I was I was like one of the tutors with the guys. And when they were like, oh, you want to help the, the electrician study? And, of course, like you said in the beginning, oh, you think it's nothing but, you know, what you see flipping the switch. You know, I took some home courses and workshops and, and, and high school and college and stuff. It's like I can, you know, put the wires together. No, it's totally different once you hit totally. the books. Yes, totally different. It and it's like, well, I only got one or two books. Yeah, but, you know, Hey, it, it's a it's, it's it's a job. I just know for me, I didn't want to tutor the electricians no more. I would take the plumbers. <laughs> I don't and know why, but you, I can understand. I can understand yeah, plumbing a lot better, you know, right. over the and the roofing. I could do the roofing and the plumbing, uh, the, the electrical. I I could not. I did not want to help those students, and I was I felt so bad. But it's like my brain is not even comprehending none of this passing, stripping the wire and putting negative. You know, <laughs> could you imagine having to go to school after you done worked a full day, and now you got to be in school for three and a half hours after you worked a full day? And then school doesn't even start right after you get off. So we get out like two thirty, three o'clock, right? School starts okay. at five thirty. I have to wait in between and still be awake for school afterwards. No, it's sometimes yes. it's just like, what am I doing? What am I doing? It's My mind. So- and like I said, I was already out of high school for years when I became uh, when I decided to go into the apprenticeship. So I was like out of practice of studying. I had to relearn how to study first. <laughs> Or I did that anything part. else. Yes, that yes, part there. Yes, yes. Keeping it so real. it wasn't Keeping easy, it real. You but I, you know, I just had to really just. I I just had to do it. I, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I was determined to finish it. Determined. That's all it takes. If you had that determination, that fire, I'm just loving this conversation with you this morning, Nefertia. It is absolutely refreshing because like you said that that exam is electrical world is so detailed and hands-on that you don't think about so thank you for sharing that journey there as we're moving forward because you know we we can stay there for a minute and we we have a short time together this morning so quickly if we can move towards what is all the life after divorce? What's in this book? What you telling us? What gems are you dropping on us in this book? Like, you're, like you're telling all the facts. Like, you're getting to the nitty-gritty. What we got going on in this book? I'm nosy. I well, want to know. Because, you know, you're not the only one that's went through this journey. That's why I was put on the right. part. So you, you got to keep it real and share with us. I got you. I got you. Um so rebuilding after divorce, it sounds like it's going to be some juicy details in there, right? So I decided uh-huh. to. <laughs> I you decided kept some to for take, yourself. Yeah, I, I decided to um, take another role, though. So okay. I was, <laughs> I decided to take another role because I could have wrote I could have written, excuse me, I could have written 350 pages on how it just went down. 
But I said, let me take some time to um, heal and encourage others to heal. So um, Rebuilding After Divorce is a devotional and journey journal that encourages um, women and men alike to take the next step and not to stay in bitterness and hurt and despair and depression and anxiety while going through a divorce or considering a breakup or even period after the divorce. Um, divorce is an emotional, emotionally tumultuous situation, and you have to grieve it. And people don't always tell the full truth about it. You see the drama, you hear the drama, but they don't, they don't express their deepest feelings about going through the divorce. And so in rebuilding, I decided to give you some examples on how what what I was going through and how I got through it. Um, when I when I was in the apprenticeship, I think I was in about my third year, and I met my ex husband. Everything was great, but then I got hurt on a job. Um, I fell while I was pregnant with our first child, and um, I was out for a few years. So you can imagine that would add to some of the rockiness, but it wasn't really until after my second child, our second child together, that things really started unraveling, and I realized that he wasn't staying. Um, he, you know, he wasn't staying, and I had to accept that. But it was hard because I knew I was going back to work soon, and 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 listen, he was okay with me being out of work. Um, because we needed somebody home as well. Even though I was injured, I had a back injury, a very bad back injury, but he never made me feel like um, I was a burden until he decided he wanted to leave. You know what I'm saying? And not to, this is not to um, throw dirt on his name or anything like that. This is not what it's for, but this is what it is. And so um, I was, I had to, I went back to work. I was going back to work already. And I was just like, you know, it's not going to be, you know, just trying to make them stay. But once I realized, I was like, you know what, I'm not begging. Let me just let me just finish up what I started. And that's exactly what I decided to do. I had one more course to take um, in the apprenticeship, and I took that that course and, and mashed it up <laughs> and um, became a journey woman. And, you know, and really just uh, made a life for my kids and I. You know, he was active in their lives still. But I knew I had three boys, and I had to show them that their mother was resilient and diligent in what she in what she does. And I, I had to bounce back. But in bouncing back, you kind of try to mask everything, you know, all the hurt that you're going through and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just so angry. I was angry. I was hurt. I was. I didn't know what to do. And I was really grateful when God told me a few years ago, start writing again. You're a great writer. Put it on paper. Tell me how you feel. And I did. And I was like, Dad. So I went to my girlfriend, who is a, a publisher, and I told her, I took some courses with her, writing courses with her. And um, I was like, Wanza, I want to, I want to, like, write my book. I want to, I want to complete it. She was like, come on, I'll publish it for you. Um, and that's what we did. Um, I published through Left Witch, Left Witch Press. And um, it's been up ever since. It's been going Great. And, you know, my story is really touching people. This book, Rebuilding After Divorce, is really encouraging um, the folks to 
bounce back and not give in to their emotions because a lot of times we give in to the emotions and it makes us do the craziest things, right? And um, right. this book is encouraging you not to take that role. No matter how bad you may want to, don't do it because nothing positive ever comes out of it. You may feel good for the moment, but that moment passes. And, you know, we want to um, really just try to try to um, take the higher road, if I might say. Yeah, I'll handle the situation with a little grace. Well, I love it, love it, love it. Um, I know that I got to cop this book because I want to see how you navigated um, your role to take a positive um, outlook on it. And I love the fact that you took the time to to make sure you took the time to heal and you mentioned it today. Like you got to take yeah. the time to heal. And divorces are like, you know, funeral. You know, you're, you're yeah. actually ending in losing that other person and that's the part that people don't Mm -mm -mm. share so yep it is Mm -hmm. okay to have those crazy feelings those difficult feelings that you know um, one has to deal with so I applaud you for taking the time to heal and come back and being that um, role model for your boys like you said you have to show them um, that you have three of them and you have to show them that, you know, the leadership and the behavior starts um, at home with what they see. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I love Absolutely. it, love it, love it. I am so happy you were able to join us during Women too. in Construction Week with this amazing story. I know that we also have Tonya. She's over here hitting the mic, jumping off of her <laughs> seat to add into the conversation. So, Ms. Tonya, go ahead, jump in. I know you have a comment or a question for Ms. Nefetia. Yes, first of all, I'm proud on so many different levels here, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, one of the things that's really important for me, especially for Women in Construction Week, is that we recognize women from the top of their heads to the bottom of their feet, right? So we're not just in the field doing construction. We have lives. And in order for us to be productive, we got to heal ourselves. And for me, it touched me on so many different levels because, you know, I've been through something similar. I didn't have that ring, but going from uh, two, two uh, paychecks in the house to one, and having to rebuild and having children and having to put your, your, your children on your back and be superwoman is difficult. And then you go to work, right? You're a journey woman. And the substantial completion date on your project does not push because you're going through something internally. So understanding that people can only give you what they can, you know, based off of what they have going on inside is very important. And addressing that situation and using this moment to mentor others and encourage others is admirable. So I'm thankful for you for pushing out this book and for spreading it amongst our community because it's important. So thank you. Thank you, Nefetia. Thank you, Tonya. Thank you so much. And that's my that's my um, goal. Like, that was my goal in writing it, first for me and then for others, because we don't talk about it enough. Like, we, it, it's like taboo to speak about divorce. You know what I'm saying? And so I just wanted to show the people that listen. You don't talk about it, you're not gonna get over it. You got you gotta be able to 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 talk about it so you can get through it. So I appreciate that, Tonya. Yes, indeed. Well we appreciate you coming and sharing and being so open. We're getting to we're well past the top of the hour. <laughs> but 
we are getting to, you know, more deeper little questions. So first off the bat, how can you told us we can get the book on Amazon.com. Um, mm-hmm. How can your new brothers and sisters, friends, family members under NAPWIC umbrella in NAPWIC reach you? How can we get in contact with you? Do you have an Instagram, a Facebook, a phone number, website you want to give us? Absolutely. I have all of that. So my Instagram is Brownie the Builder. And my Facebook page is um, Tia Teray, T-I-A-T-A-R-A-E. And I also have a Rebuilding After Divorce page on Facebook. And then my um, my website is through Linktree, and it's my name, Nefertia Brown. And if you can't, if you can't get the spelling, it's N-E-P-H-E-T-I-A Brown at Linktree. That's my website. Yes, indeed. So at Brownie the Builder on IG, go ahead and click build. it up, hit that follow button. Show Nefertia some love this morning. Drop some fire bombs. Let her know that you were listening in to Navwick Talks this morning as she is sharing her journey with us. And we thank you so much. So are you ready for the hard questions now? I'm ready. You gotta get I'm in your always... business a little bit more. Say so you're always ready, you ready? I'm always ready. (laughs) Okay. Well, share with us what are you reading or what do you read that keeps you going and just keeps you elevating every day? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, right now, what I'm reading every day, um, I decided to, I don't know if, I'm quite sure there are Christians on the on the line, but right now I'm reading the Bible every day. That's something that I'm reading every day just to stay in, um, just to really stay in his presence and just to stay positive because every day is not a perfect day, and I just need some reinforcement every single day. And so that's, that's truly what I am reading every day. Um, I'm also reading my own book right now because, I want to, when people have questions, I want to be able to give solid answers. And when I go back and read some things, um, it it, it kind of gives me a different perspective every time. So mm-hmm. um, it gives me a different perspective. I also picked up, um, oh, I'm sorry, it's not coming to me. I have a book here. It's called, um, Hello, My Name is Jesus, and it's, it's, um, by Cynthia McInnes, and it's a book that is based on meeting people, just random people that give you a message of encouragement, give you a word um, from different walks, you know what I'm saying, um, from the dude outside to the corporate woman or whomever. Um, it's just giving you a different perspective as to how people may touch their lives in different ways. And so those are the three things that I'm reading, and it's basically just for that encouragement just to keep me going. Okay, I love it, I love it. So your own book, the Bible, for those daily scriptures, those daily words of wisdom and encouragement, Mm -hmm. I love it there. Um, I might not pick up the Bible, but I definitely have the scriptures coming to my cell phone. (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely. That's, and that's exactly what I have. I'm not picking up the actual, but I'm reading the Bible on my phone because it's just that easy. <laughs> yes. So download the app. I don't know if you're into reading the Bible, but yes, join us and get in your daily scripture. Because like you said, it really does add um, to your affirmations, your manifestation, and like you said, keeping you in that realm and that relationship with the higher being. And then you also right. mentioned, hello, my name is Jesus. I think that's a pretty cool um, book title for one. And then you said um, that it talks about the different messages that people may bring into your life as you meet them out right. in the world. Right. Okay. Yeah. I like when I experience those people, I'm like, wow, that was a, God sent me an angel. Do you feel like that? I surely do. I'm like, wait, you don't even know me. <laughs> right. How could you say that? And you know where it's, you know where it's coming from because that is just so, it's just so eerie sometimes. Yes, yes. That's what makes me know and believe that there is some type of higher power out there in the energy and the atmosphere. Because like you said, it gets a little eerie sometimes because somebody don't even know you, but they can hit it right on the head with you. So on the head. Ever have those, yeah, if you also ever have those experiences, just know you're not alone because you're listening to NABWIC Talks with with uh, Methodia and the NABWIC Talks crew here this morning. So, Methodia, it's been an absolutely amazing NABWIC Talks with you this morning. You let us know Thank you. how you – went on your journey, you shared your beautiful journey there as a journey woman, and then you even opened up a little bit more on how you transitioned your life into rebuilding after divorce. I think that's a super dope story. I know our Thank listeners you. will go out there and cop that book. Do you have any last remarks or a tip or a message you want to drop on us this morning? Yes. Um I just want to encourage anyone that's in, you know, in the trades or thinking about getting into the trades to just keep pushing and keep going. There is, like, something great out of um, having a trade under your belt, right? And, you know, sometimes women, we get stuck in a box. You know, for a long time we got stuck in, in, in a box. And then even on the job, sometimes we get stuck doing the same things. But do that, do that thing and perfect it, and then move on to the next thing, you know, because you want to be able to um, just just be um, that person, that go-to person, that person that can do anything, that person that the foreman is looking for, um, that person that an apprentice is looking for, because you want to give back as well, and just. Just stay in the know because things change every day. Stay in the know and keep pushing. Push until you can't push anymore, and then push for your own like I did. Um, I knew I had to get something of my own, and that's why I decided to start writing. So just be encouraged and and, and do your thing, girl. Do your thing. Do your thing. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for dropping your words of wisdom and encouragement on that we talked this morning. You have a beautiful, beautiful spirit. I know we are going to bring you back. I would love to bring you back um, for awesome. part two with Nefertia Brown. It would be awesome because we got to, you know, keep up to date on, you know, rebuilding after divorce and this new chapter and all things going on with you up there in New York. Awesome. I would be so delighted to do that. 
Perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, you're rolling out with Navwick Talks. You got everybody on the line, so I know Tonya is going to get to rebooking you for your part, too, so you'll have time and to bring the family in and make sure we have a, a packed house uh, yes. with all of our New York family up there. So That'll we be- can't wait. Yep. We're going to Yep, we're going to hashtag, hashtag, hashtag Journey Women all week. This is Women in Construction Week. You've been hanging out with Navweek Talks with Nefetia Brown. And if you want more, all you have to do is go to our website. If you want to share this show, our shows are archived on our website at www.navweek.org, or you can always go on Blog Talk. But we got you. Just share the link, and you can listen in at any time. If you have an idea of a next guest that fits our profile and that would drop gems and messages and just bring absolutely at marketing at navweek.com. Let me make sure I give you the correct email. See, this is what live podcasting does to you. Marketing at navweek.org. Drop it in our emails. But you already know you can always contact Jackie, myself, Ursula, Tonya, all of us, all of our info is on our website, up under our beautiful pictures, may I say, from Executive Privileges. <laughs> Listen, this has been an absolutely amazing Navweek Talk. You want more? You already know where to catch us every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. We'll see you next week on Navweek Talk. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.